0: Good morning, everyone. Everyone, it is a beautiful, sunshiny day out there, and it is actually going to be a gorgeous day out there today.
1: Good. Did
0: Did you walk this morning? Yeah. And how was your walk? It was okay. A little brisk. Uh, not today. Double sweatshirts.
1: Um, just because I always do.
0: Okay. <laughs> just checking to see. It's going to be gorgeous, though. Um. As the day goes on, obviously later this afternoon, so you know, two, three, four o'clock in there, I mean, we're going to get to 70, I think. Great. So if you haven't raked the leaves, today is the day to do that because.
1: All hell breaks <laughs> loose this weekend.
0: <laughs> yes, it does. Don't wait and do it then. That's yeah. for darn sure. I'm kidding. Yeah. So mm-hmm. today would be a great day to get outside and enjoy another gorgeous day in our community
1: yeah i'm just glad that's all gonna gonna happen to uh friday better be the way friday is supposed to be because i got to stand outside a football game and i'm not I'm, oh. i've reached that age you know there was a time when i used to get to the uh playoff games where it's always cold i mean it's always yes oh cold. yes
0: i can but, remember those you
1: know it's kind of weird, though. We didn't have monsoon season this year like we usually do. Usually okay. about the middle of October, it's raining and blowing so hard for three weeks <laughs> that you go to the game and it's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just uh, horrible.
0: Miserable yeah. is what it is, especially if you've got to sit out and watch your child on the field. It's like...
1: And it happens every year. Same yeah. time every year we'll, we go this into year's monsoon season.
0: Football season was really yeah. yes. It was really, really good. Really good. But uh yeah, I got to got stand out
1: Friday. Okay, where are you going Friday? I'm going To Knox Friday, believe it
0: or not. Okay.
1: They are in the regional. Uh, they play West Lafayette. I thought I was going to have a really great feature story. Yeah. Cuz uh, Jack Barron was a uh, coach of West Lafayette for the last four years he finally finally graduated and got a full-time job at mccutcheon i didn't realize he had well i i knew he had moved but i didn't i thought that would have been a cool thing you know he's back up here playing on a regional playing for a regional cool uh was really good i mean they're really really good so we'll see but that's where i'm gonna be friday night and i'm not gonna say it Going to say having to deal with something, I'm going to have to deal with. I at least deserve to be in 50 degree weather. <laughs> there is a, there is something coming up after the game that I every time I dread it terribly.
0: <laughs> okay, um, and the papers covering another game too? Are they? Not? I'm
1: not sure. Uh, we're not going to go to Indianapolis. I don't oh, think we're okay. gonna we're gonna go to Judson, but we talked about uh, Judson's a uh, Park Tudor. In in Indy. Uh. and if they win that, they get back to their second semi state in a row, and I think they can. Who knows? Park Tudor plays that Indy schedule, and in they're eight and three. But um, we're. I wanted to go down there, but you know. Indy Indy's a hard sell for mileage at this point <laughs> yes. in this economy. So uh, we're going to go well, to Knox instead. Okay,
0: now, is there any chance that it could be online somewhere and you could watch no, the game?
1: I have no idea. And,
0: and do your well, story from viewing the game instead.
1: Since Judson doesn't <laughs> even put out uh, a box after their game so you can put it on they they getting information out of them and Knox is both like pulling teeth they just don't do
0: well i just thought maybe the Indi- indianapolis yeah. you know they might be park tutor big big time yeah, and have a, hey, a tv thing and the whole bit you're talking about 1a
1: schools and uh, i don't know even park Tudor. I, you're talking about a, a market like indianapolis where you've got carmel and westfield why would you spend any time covering a 1a game at park Tudor. i mean it's just not gonna happen
0: i did get to watch my grandson wrestle in the first regular tournament of the season last night he was at uh, king university in bristol tennessee and katie and dave actually drove up to watch him which is about mm, uh, at least a three-hour drive for them maybe a little bit farther um so they watched up and I, we got it hooked up. I They they get, got me the link through Facebook so I could link right to it on my computer. Got the HDMI cable out after some finagling and having to call Austin to help me.
2: <laughs> we got it.
0: I'd plug it in and, and I would see it on my computer, but it would take the sound out. So it's like, okay, the TV is working somewhat, but there's no picture. So we had it in the wrong hole. That was all. Got it in the right hole. There it is on our big TV screen. No, wait wait wait, 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 wait,
3: wait, 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 You.
0: We HDMI'd it from our laptop to right. the TV.
1: Well, I, I do that all the time, but. You I had don't. It in, you had it in the wrong.
0: Yes. There, there are several different choices back there that the the HDMI cable fit how, into.
1: Okay. How new is your TV?
0: Not that new. See, I. <laughs>
1: I do that all the time. There's really only two HDMI plugs in well, there. Well, we had and,
0: it said HDMI one, HDMI right, two, yeah. But whatever the third thing was, I don't know what it was. That's where Jim had a. You plugged got another in. one? Yeah, there's a third one on there.
4: Man, I wish I'll have I have to had to go
0: a look third and one. see what it says.
1: I could use an but extra. But it didn't.
0: It wouldn't give me a picture, so I don't know what and, that was. No,
1: it wasn't. Yeah, either one of the first two would have been.
0: But we we were excited. We got we watched the whole performance, you yeah. from the very the first oh, yeah. wrestler all the way on up. We watched the whole team. Uh, uh, actually, Lander University is ranked seventh in the nation in the whatever something something something. I don't know the college part of all of that, but he, he's it's a two way school. I was gonna say
1: he's Division yes. two.
0: Yeah, or a Division two school. So, yeah. um, and and I think. I think david was the only one who lost last night
1: <laughs> well you're talking about college wrestling
0: it he went five it was five and eight
1: and how, uh, And
0: uh, you know he's a freshman what are his
1: what are his grades like excellent well there you go
0: excellent grades straight a's he's a freshman yep
1: sounds like he's adjusting pretty well the problem is getting used to that first year away you i
0: We weren't even sure he was going to make, like, whatever the... Travel
1: team? Yes. Yeah. As a freshman, that's very difficult to make, no matter how good you are. Because the guys that have been there four years and paid their dues, yeah, they're, yes. not, they're not going to just say, okay, what? well, it's freshman's here, get out. You know? there,
0: there has to be a wrestle off. Oh, yeah. Which that's what happens even in the high school. And, you know, I think, honest, and...
1: honestly, that's the fair way to do it. I always thought wrestling was really. Because tennis is the same way. If you want to play number, number two or whatever, mm-hmm. number one. Challenge the guy that's doing it. If you win, you play. I mean, that's, yep. I think that's, I wish you could, you can to a certain extent do that with other sports, which is what you're doing in practice. But you can't just put them one-on-one against each other in a closed situation that simulates exactly like baseball. I can put two guys out there and run them against each other, like I can put a pitcher in that he's going to pitch this. But you know what I'm saying, and, yep. and see how they handle those guys. But it's not even close to it. It's like I can't isolate them one on one with anybody and have it be game real.
0: It, yes, exactly. But it's in those cases,
1: what a what a. That's all I would have wanted. We had the same thing in swimming. You, if you sure, wanted, to, yes. if you want, because you want to, because the same kid used to challenge me every. <laughs> weekend day and, uh, like, and he, dude at one point he i know he was doing it because he knew it annoyed me <laughs> that i had to do it but uh, yeah he never uh-huh. came close to beating me but he challenged me every, you know i'm i'm like you know i'd be that guy too i mean all i want is a shot all i want is a shot to have a chance to do this and you know That's very clearly gonna give a shot. I mean, after that happens and you're either and you lose, you really can't come to the coach and say, Hey, I deserve to be playing. I'm I'm the best player you Uh, got. Well then win a challenge match and we'll we'll talk about that, but you know. I, I like wrestling and swimming and all that. But you can do that because then you can pick out the right lineup.
0: Yeah. Well, he's going to wrestle Sunday somewhere. Oh, and Charlotte. No, I I don't know. He's going to wrestle somewhere Sunday. It's not on their regular schedule. And then next week he wrestles Thursday and Friday at home. So yeah. I know their home stuff is going to be online. So we'll be able to watch that too. Sure. It's fun to watch him and 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 this they they had a, a very nice setup. I have to tell you, the guy's voice, the announcer was pretty annoying, his voice, the way he, in the second period, you know, and it's just like, okay. It was a period. You know, but um, so then we, we just kept watching, and then they were going to interview the coach afterwards from the other team, not our school, but the other team. So we, and I thought we'd see the coach, you know, but no, we just saw the logo up on there, and right. they're interviewing the coach, and then the next thing we know, Here's the lander team on the mat, like, walking around. And I'm like, yeah. well, are they cooling down or what? Then I realized, no, this is before the game started. So yeah. it's rerunning again. So we watched David warm up a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Saw Katie and Dave there and sent him a text message. See you. And I All sent right. a picture of them off the screen. So. All right. But it was fun. And uh, we're proud of them anyway. That you know is what? fun. Okay, we have a phone call.
1: Yes, we do. Hi, caller. Hi, guys. Hi, caller. How are you? I think I know who I think I know who this is. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some trouble. How's that?
2: Oh, I'm all for it. I got all the time in the world for you today, Rusty.
1: Oh yeah, that sounded excited. All the time in the world for you. Like, shut all up and let me world. get to what I'm doing here. So I will shut up and let you get to what you're doing.
0: Well, we first first should introduce them. This is Michael Brown, um, and he is the manager out at our local Applebee's store. And I had gotten some stuff online, and I had seen where Applebee's is going to be doing something special for veterans. So I, like, messaged him last night. I said, hey, is the Plymouth store doing this? And he said, yeah. He goes, I'll I'll call in tomorrow if you want. And I said, that would be great. So uh, we want to talk about what Applebee's in Plymouth is doing for veterans tomorrow.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, First of all, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Um, Applebee's is going into their 15th year of uh, donating meals for any active duty or just any veteran um, that comes in the restaurant. Um, we've got a, a limited menu for everybody, but it's got seven different items. Um, our classic bacon cheeseburger, Fiesta Lime chicken, um, Oriental salad, crispy or grilled, our three-cheese chicken penne, double crunch shrimp, chicken tender platter, and our six-ounce top sirloin uh, served with mashed potatoes and broccoli.
0: woo Fantastic. So um, th- is this a noon and a dinner thing? or?
2: Yeah, it's open to close. Uh, we're actually going to open an hour early uh, tomorrow, so we'll be open from 10 o'clock till midnight, um, serving free meals for all veterans that uh, want to come through and, and have a meal on us, or you want to come in and just have some fellowship and, and talk and see people and um, just, just have a good time.
0: Fantastic. Now, in our conversation, uh, a little bit, Off of the chain Applebee's side of things, Um, you've had some local support uh, for veterans, too, out there.
2: Yeah, our franchise is doing um, a program. I think this is our fifth year doing it. It's called Buy a Vet, a Bud Light. Uh. Um, So we're giving out free Bud Light drafts to any veteran who wants one. Um, Now on top of that is uh, any guest who comes into the restaurant or, you know, we were lucky and fortunate enough to have some, some great donors. Um, they pre buy the beer for the veterans on veterans day. And then on veterans day, they our servers will go out to the, to the guests and ask them if they'd like a beer. It's free. Um, and if they say yes, then we've got a coaster with a, uh, a message on it from that person who bought the beer and um the coaster goes to the veteran and as well as the the 16 ounce uh, draft bud light so wow. um, the great sponsors we've had we've had just hundreds of guests come through the building and free buy this for us um ryan adams over at ace fitness um he was a gym just donator Plymouth family eye care um, dc garage doors and entry we've had just i think we're gonna we should be right around a thousand dollars by the end of today into tomorrow So um, and on top of that, so I I don't don't anticipate selling over a thousand dollars in free beer. (laughs) That extra that extra money actually goes to um, a charity called Folds of Honor, um, which is a scholarship fund to help uh, families who have lost a loved one in a in a war in in active duty or anything like that. So the money goes back to the children Um, as a company. As a company, we should donate right around sixty thousand hmm. um, dollars to Folds of Honor.
0: Yeah! Wow! Fantastic! Yeah.
2: It's it's awesome. We uh, we uh, get honored um, to do this every year with them. Um, at our national convention, we we talk about you know everything that we've done, they've done for us and and for them, vice versa. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot um, involved in in Folds of Honor and Applebee's.
0: Oh, well, that's fantastic. You know, Michael, I got to tell you, too, uh, Jim and I, um, my husband's a veteran, so last night we actually went out to the Elks and had dinner out there, and he had a fish basket, and I had the chicken and noodles, and it was a fantastic meal that they honored veterans last night out at the Plymouth Elks with a free meal, so that was yeah, a great I time. I think that was
2: their, their first year. Their first year doing it. It was uh, from what I talked to my dad this morning and, and everybody. It was a, a huge success. So um, I look forward to them doing it again next year and, and, and you know just having fun with it.
0: Well, it, it it is a wonderful day. Tomorrow is Veterans Day, and there are all kinds of opportunities, basically across the nation for free breakfast and free lunch and free coffees and. All of those kinds of things for veterans. Now, if you are um, active, active duty, it's much easier to show proof of you know service um, because you have a card with you. If you are a veteran, is there something that they need to bring or to show that they are actually a veteran?
2: No, we we, we go by the honor system. Um, okay. If you're coming in to eat, you you understand that you know you need to be a veteran, you need to be active duty or anything like that. Um, and we don't want to offend anybody, too, if they don't have it or make anybody anybody embarrassed. So um, we just go by the honor system. If you're a veteran, just come on in and ask for uh, a Veterans Day menu, and we're going to get you taken care of.
1: Well, and the other part of that, though, Michael, is if somebody's uh, impersonating a veteran, that's a level of, I don't want to say but despicable. I can't imagine yeah. a lot of people yes. be willing to do because... That's not yeah, something that's uh, not something you, you mess
2: with. That's, that's a special honor it needs an, to be for the people code, yeah. who deserved it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just, just the memories that I've had, I've been, I've been here for seven years, um, doing this and it gets harder and harder every year to work that day. Um, you, you sit down and talk to a guest, um, and you listen to their stories and, uh, there's some of them are absolutely amazing. Um, what they've been through, what what uh, they are going through. And just, I leave here every every Friday night or every day after <laughs> Veterans Day, and just, I, I get chills. I, I I take so many pictures, and um, it, it's, it's a great day to give back to people that have given back to us.
0: Well, we really want to thank Applebee's here across the nation, but especially the Applebee's in Plymouth. So if there are veterans out there listening and they'd like to have lunch or dinner on Applebee's tomorrow. Come on by, see Michael and ask for that veterans day menu.
2: Absolutely. And, um, I believe at noon, um, the mayor is coming in. He's going to give a a little speech and, and, you know, come in and thank everybody. Um, we also have Tom and Debbie Sarp. Um, they come in and they have a mass collection of memorabilia and he sets up across four different tables and, um, just displays everything comes in on his own time and and just shows everything that he's got to everybody who comes in the building and it's actually a really cool cool uh, thing to see so if you're interested in some nice memorabilia and, and and things like that come on in too um tom and debbie are they're they're great talkers they, they they'll talk to you off about everything and they love to do it
0: <laughs> well that's great we want to thank you for spending time for us with us now what time do you open today michael
2: Today we open at eleven o'clock, so we got about another hour and a half to uh get things going and get ready for the day and well plugging and chugging along for tomorrow too.
0: Very good. Well thank you for spending time with us this morning. We appreciate it.
2: You got it guys. Thanks a lot, I appreciate it too. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Very good. Yeah. Go have lunch or dinner at Applebee's.
2: Um
1: my sister-in-law would kill me if I didn't mention too. Martin's is doing oh. their uh, their lunch again. Oh, uh, the one they've done. I can't remember. It's <laughs> it's been a long time they've been doing that. But yeah, Martin's will, is offering lunch there in the deli for any veteran who uh, who wants that. So uh, Martin's supermarket. I had yep.
0: to I had to look it up online. Uh, All 20 of the Martin Supermarket locations in Michiana are honoring active, retired, and U.S. discharged military veterans with a free meal on Veterans Day from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. The meal includes two pieces of fried chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, a roll, a 16-ounce beverage, and a cookie. There you go. So that's fantastic. Yeah, they've
1: been doing that for a lot of years. So uh yeah, I wanted to I, I was thinking about that yesterday and I think I even said <laughs> See, on the air I well, even said on the air I said, you know I think my sister in law needs to get a hold of me and I was let me know. What say, doing. Yeah. You need
0: to put her on the spot, and make her call tomorrow morning. Yeah, she'll, At nine fifteen.
1: Oh, that'll happen.
0: Come on, yes. March advertises with us. So yeah, yeah, Kathy, definitely. Kathy
1: doesn't advertise with us, so it's not <laughs> Uh, and not you i mean my my <laughs> yes, sister-in-law's yes. name is kathy yes, so yeah exactly. i no I, I i don't think there's i think there's more of a chance that you'll see a yeti walk through the front edge of the studio hear her on the on the air that's not gonna <laughs> happen so uh uh but anyway martin's is martin's is doing their uh their normal thing uh Like I said, I wanted to mention that yesterday, but I didn't have confirmation.
0: Um, Also, uh, I'm going to let you know, it's going to show up later on on our website, but McDonald's here in town also is honoring veterans tomorrow, Um, starting with breakfast, uh, lunch, or dinner. uh, Veterans uh, with a valid military ID, um, whether you're um, active duty or or retired veteran, Um, They are going to be serving you a choice of any combo meal. So a combo meal comes with uh, a a soft drink of your choice or a hot drink, the coffee or tea, any size. Um, If you're ordering the breakfast one, you'll get hash browns. If you're ordering for lunch or dinner, you're going to get French fries with it. So breakfast is only available until 1030 in the morning, though. So there's, there's another opportunity for some great food. And don't forget, tomorrow morning... Uh, the Plymouth High School is hosting their Veterans Day Ceremony. Um, and that starts off with a breakfast, too, for veterans at 7.30 in the morning. And then at 9 o'clock is the ceremony at the high school. So um, you everybody is welcome to come and enjoy the ceremony. If you're a veteran, uh, you're welcome to come early and have breakfast. Uh, hosted by the, the students of Plymouth High School and Created by the master chefs at the uh, in the kitchen. There you go. The ladies who work in the kitchen at yep. the high school. So, uh, talking about uh, November eleventh too. Tomorrow, uh, the eleventh day of the eleventh month at the eleventh hour um, is when we celebrate Veterans Day. And at the courthouse tomorrow, there will be a ceremony, um, which they're held all over the United States. Uh, on Veterans Day. Um, ours will include the Plymouth American Legion Post 27, the VFW, and the DAV. And um, the guest speaker for the day is going to be U.S. Navy Master Chief Steve Beam, mm. who has who who has a program here on the show once a month yep. with us. They are also going to have 6th, 7th, and 8th graders from St. Michael School who are going to be participating uh, by singing a couple of songs there. Um, The American Legion VFW and DAV firing squad will do the 21-gun salute. So uh, everybody is welcome down there. So, look, here we go. You go to the high school. You have breakfast. You attend the ceremony there. At 11 o'clock, you go to the courthouse. You have breakfast. Or you go to the courthouse, enjoy the ceremony. Then at noon, you could head down to Oliver Ford's for their taste of chili. Yeah. Or you could go to Applebee's, or you could go to McDonald's, or you could go to Martin's and have lunch. And then dinner, you still got Applebee's or McDonald's, at least locally right here, the ones that we know about specifically. So uh, an opportunity for veterans to eat free all day tomorrow if they'd like. sure. Yeah. Good deal. Okay. Uh, We are going to have the girls from the Marsh County Museum in in just a little bit. Uh, But before we get to that, I do want to... uh, Go over a couple of news stories uh the plymouth community school board held a public their public meeting uh, last week and got an update on the enrollment twice a year the school does and a, a one day is selected across the state and everybody counts the students um, and then that's where their funding comes yeah. from is those number of students yeah. so the unofficial number is 3,183 students. That's just because the state has not certified that number yet. Last year on count day, when they took both days, the, the uh, September day and the February date and merged them together, uh, the average of those two, we had 3,271 or 88 more students last year than we do this year. Um, the next count day will be on February 1st so and that that's all wrapped around funding yeah which is important
1: yeah
0: um also got an update on the certified staff evaluations the superintendent uh, gave a report said there were in the, and this is the whole corporation there were 101 teachers found to be highly effective I don't know. 124 teachers were rated as effective. Three teachers were rated or scored as improvement necessary. And there were no teachers rated ineffective in the Plymouth Community School Corporation. So that's a good thing. Yeah. And then the corporation also approved a resolution to withdraw from the Joint Education Service in Special Education. This is the JESSE program that uh, the corporation has been involved in for years and years. And the superintendent said that, uh, that the resolution they presented is that they're going to be withdrawing from Jesse over the next 18 months. So it's not gonna be a an immediate thing. It's They're gonna do it in phases to right. get it taken care of. Um, because he believes the corporation can better serve the students without the assistance of the organization. And the funds spent to be a part of Jesse will be used to provide services just for the Plymouth School students um, that they have. So right. um, the And Jesse actually is currently in a space at the Lincoln Education Center. Right. Um, and so they'll be moving out of there. And the plan is to be able to use that location uh, then to increase course, course offerings. Um, probably specifically for some of the new course offerings uh, that are going to be coming through uh, the Plymouth High School. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do another story on that because uh, I listened to Mr. Condon on there, and there's some really interesting new courses uh, that they're going to be, uh, you know, offering in the next year. Uh, some of them are to the whole cor- corporate or t- the consortium of all the schools. Um, where there are seven or eight schools involved. And then a few of them are solely for Plymouth Community School students because limited space and, uh, I, I believe, like overwhelming response. Too. Right.
1: Well, um, the Jesse thing, I'm not, uh, the back of my head, um, well, Tony uh, Plotho's special education yes, is where yes. he teaches. Mm-hmm. And if I remember right, he told me a couple of years ago that the school is already paying the salary of those teachers. Mm-hmm. Somehow, something changed in the relationship, or Jesse couldn't do it anymore. But see, in the old days, Jesse paid those teachers' salaries. They were there free of charge because Jesse paid oh, for it, okay. their salaries. Um, and I think that changed Probably a few years. Probably federal
0: ago. grant money dried up or I don't know why they didn't have those funds available but
1: I think they they a few years ago so honestly this is between you and me Tony and his wife both teach special ed you got you got a couple of people there with over 20 years experience doing what they're doing so yeah I think I would think that I probably had a pretty good team to just you know Use we team that we yeah had, we, yes. we don't really need any more help we're already paying for these folks they know what they're doing we're just gonna let you know we're gonna you do a great thing but we're gonna go another way because yep.
0: it's well it way we changes can. sometimes you know hard but it's sometimes necessary to Yeah. so um staying with the plymouth community school corporation amy collins who is the director of food services there is going to be hosting an open house for anyone interested in joining the wellness committee, so this would include parents and students and healthcare professionals from the corporation's boundaries. Um, they they've had this in place, but in two thousand and eighteen was the last time they met because COVID hit and they had it. You know this, the USDA kind of just pushed it aside and said you don't have to worry about that right now because. You know, we don't want people gathering together. So um, that's coming back, and they are looking for some people who are interested in basically, you know, making sure that we are providing good opportunities for students to eat healthy and exercise. And so um, that meeting is going to be held on November the 21st at 7 p.m. in the evening, and it's going to be over in the administration building in the conference room there. And that meeting is going to be short and sweet. They're just asking those people who are interested to come. They're going to get your name, your email, your social, no, your phone number, you know, those kind of things. And then they'll actually be able to set up, you know, a meeting schedule Mm -hmm. and uh, get the agenda for their first real meeting put together. Uh, So this one is just basically this is what we we need to do. This is who we're looking for. And they'll get started on that. So. If you've got kids in school or if you're a healthcare professional maybe and you're a little bit interested in making sure that, you know, the corporation is offering great things to our kids, you may want to get involved with this one.
1: Yep, sure.
0: Also, I want to say congratulations to Kimberly Bates. Uh, She has been promoted to the vice president of of the bank here at the Plymouth Banking Center. Um, In addition to her management of the Plymouth Banking Center, Uh, She has managerial oversight over La Paz and Argus Banking Centers, um, too. And she is the client relationships at Culver Academies. So uh, congratulations to her. You guys may know Kim Bates. Uh, She has served on the Marshall County Fair Board and the Marshall County 4-H program in lots of different capacities over the last 40 years. She's also a member of the Marshall County Council on Aging. So, yeah. congratulations.
1: Yes, very much so.
0: All right, Rusty. Um, I think we can take our first break. Okay, we can do of that. Of the morning. Yes. yes. Oh, my!
2: That's uh. a long way
0: down there, you know. You kind of think that maybe you would uh, Why? get that over early in the morning so people don't hear you moan and groan as Why? you... Bend over to get into the.
1: Why would I do such a crazy pocket. thing as make my life easier? Yeah, okay, I don't exactly. know why that's in there. Uh, I think I got the wrong date.
0: Oh, did you pull Friday instead of well, Thursday, the I 10th? Don't know. Or did I put them in the wrong
1: No, you put them. Okay. <laughs> Here's how this works we've got this. Accordion I'm sorry, I'm not, file. It's an accordion file. With
0: 30, 31 right. holes in it for 31 days. And I would
1: put them. Behind the number, you put them in front of the number. So every time I go, I have to do math.
0: If I put it behind, there is no 31 days. Don't confuse
1: me with the facts. it makes it Uh, difficult. Yeah, it goes in front, and I always look behind, and I always end up with the wrong thing. But anyway, we've got... uh, You know, we were talking about Elks Lodge offering a meal last night. They're offering a meal Friday, too. And anybody can go. All right. And we've got a... uh, complimentary dinner
0: yes that sounds like a good thing because they make some fantastic food out at the plymouth elks lodge
1: including fish all you can eat yes chicken dinner Ooh, shrimp and fish wow ham
0: oh that's different
1: with scallop potatoes
0: mm, that sounds good actually yeah
1: it does uh include bar, potato dessert serving five to eight p.m. If you want care out, it's nine three five fifty five eleven. If you want a freebie, all you got to do
0: <laughs> is be the right caller. Is be
1: caller number? Jim's going to kill me. Caller number eight <laughs> five seven four nine three six four zero nine six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six. Caller eight, going to get a free meal at the Elks. And remember, if you want anything from us in the last month, please give another family a shot at this prize. So good luck.
5: Are you looking for a new hauler for trash removal? Call Apex Waste, large or small, we'll take your call. When you choose Apex Waste, there's no long-term contracts, no hidden fees, and no taxes. What we say is what you pay. Apex Waste is a local, family-owned company that is dedicated to reliable friendly service. Call Apex Waste at 574-896-APEX. That's 574-896-2739 or visit us online at apexwaste.net.
0: The Co-Alliance commitment to deliver on the best propane service available is unwavering. Their established local quality service is unmatched co-alliance is owned by local farmers and they deliver on the principles of hard work dependability and trust it's not by chance that they've been around for nearly a hundred years it's because of their commitment to the customer earn 500 free gallons now when you join the others that have made the change to co-alliance propane call 317-324-4457 or visit coalliance.com to learn more
2: my name is corporal bradley joseph seitz jerry reed kate weber These are
1: real veterans facing a real challenge.
2: I have PTSD.
3: And I have PTSD. I have PTSD.
2: Post-traumatic stress disorder can happen to anyone.
0: I was still in a war zone in my mind.
2: But treatment can turn your life around. Treatment has really saved my life. To learn about PTSD and how treatment can help you, call your local VA medical center or visit ptsd.va.gov. You know Indiana 811, the people you call before you dig? Well, now you can click before you dig at 811now.com. 811now is an easier, faster online system to make sure your home or contractor project goes off without a hitch. It's the same effective process as calling 811. Plus, you can review all of your answers before submitting, making sure the correct information is sent. So the next digging project you have, be safe and save time. Go to 811now.com to fill out the online form.
3: Get your cell phone out and dial
2: 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be part of the show. Now let's get back to What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana.
1: All right, we got a winner. Uh, And he took the card out. Jessica? Jessica! Yeah, okay, Jessica, thanks for playing our little game. And you're going to get a free dinner at the Elks Lodge just because of that.
0: And you don't have to use it today if you don't, or no. this weekend. You can use it next weekend if you do
1: Absolutely want. not. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And that music means it's time for Looking Back Moving Forward with the Marshall County Museum. And we have Sue and Anita in with us this morning. Good morning. Hello. Hi. Slide, how are you? Uh, on the other end. Yep. There we go. Uh, yes. Thanks. Okay. okay. All right, girls, so we have lots of things to talk about. As usual. First and foremost, we must talk about the ghost walk because Jim and I and Laura went to the ghost walk and we had a great time. Oh, yes. It was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the stories that you guys come up with is Pretty amazing. Well,
6: you we couldn't make them up. That's, well, you don't true. make them up.
0: It all comes out of the newspaper. And <laughs> yeah, and yeah pretty much. You know, yeah. um, the one I really, I, I think, and I don't know, maybe it's because I, I got the connection, but the one I really enjoyed um, was Mark Gidley. Um, oh, because, yeah. you know, he kind of had like a, an officer's uniform on and he was sitting kind of back in the dark and the light was just shining on him and um you know he's upstairs in the transportation room and there was a tire there by him uh, an old tire so it was very big around but very narrow yeah and um so he starts talking and it says that he is Edward Cook and so i'm thinking, You're thinking representative, representative Edward, Edward Cook. Cook yes yeah. And and, and and as he's talking, you now, he's talking about being the town marshal. And I'm like, wow, I didn't know he did that. I thought he was in, always in the furniture business and that kind of stuff, you know. So I'm like, hmm. And then, then as the story goes on, you know, he kind of gets into the, like where he carries his pistol or his revolver and, and um, it's in a, a more unusual place. It's not on his hips like, you know, most mm-hmm. officers do. He actually carried it up underneath his arm in, in a holster up there. And he's down at the gas station, bs with the guys, like I'm sure happens even today. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were working on getting a tire off the rim and using a screwdriver to try and pry that. And the screwdriver rolled out of the hand, and so he bent over to pick up that screwdriver and his gun fell out of his holster, and he's kind of like—well, he's kind of like Barney. There was, there's
5: some one bullet. Yeah, there's yes. some correlation there. He <laughs> should have kept the bullet in his pocket. Yes,
0: right. because there was one bullet, and it was chambered. And when the gun fell out, it went off, and it hit him in the chest. Yeah, yeah, right through the heart. Yes, yes. Couldn't, have the,
5: couldn't have been couldn't been the Ed Cook you were thinking about. Nope, obviously, yes. <laughs>
6: Well, and Karen actually found some information that he may have been the very first sheriff in Culver because oh. there were articles about how you better watch your speed because he would get you, and of course, they name everybody by name, and so and so had to pay a five dollar fine <laughs> and you better watch out how fast you go and you just stuff like that that was kind of led her to believe he might have been the first sheriff
0: in in our group um there were some people who had mentioned that it's still really slow down in Culver. And you, <laughs> yeah. I didn't say anything, but I had been going to a meeting. This has been several years ago. Uh, I was going to a meeting and, got pulled over for driving too fast which he asked me what i was doing i said i'm going to a meeting and i'm running behind and he goes well slow it down and he let me go well he gave Uh, my
5: mother a ticket
6: (laughs) well one of them did gave mom a ticket for driving too fast on school street yeah (laughs) cost her 75 bucks she was really ticked
4: off (laughs) i was ticked off
0: (laughs) Uh, but i felt like for the blood and guts that was about the most bloody gut thing i really saw because the you know he had his jacket on and he couldn't tell but then as he's talking he opens his jacket and, and the bullet went in and you could see on his shirt there was a little blood there and he goes and it went clean through the back and he turns around and drops his jacket down and there's blood on the back of his shirt and he did this,
5: a good job yeah. didn't he yeah he yeah. really
0: did um yeah. it, it it was fun uh to go through you know and somebody asked me uh last night was it scary? And I said, no, it's not scary. No, it, it isn't dark, particularly. It's dark, but it's not scary at yeah. all. No. Although upstairs in the hallway, um, when you got into the part where all those little offices were, there were a ton of little short like vignette stories. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so if your line was long, you were lagging behind, you know, there there's a little girl that came walking down the hall. <laughs> She got in, really good at that. In a white dress, kind of like you almost thought she was floating down the hall. And, uh-huh. and then there was a little boy, I believe, in the other, in one of the rooms, like saying, come in here. <laughs> <laughs> he Do you to come in with him? And it's like, uh, no, it's, it's yeah, had a in ball. There. Those kids had a
5: wonderful <laughs> time.
6: And the girl that played the servant girl that got burned on the stove, yes. she just came into the museum and said, I want to be in the
5: ghost walk.
0: Oh, that was fantastic! uh,
5: She she was a a young lady who, from the time she was just tiny, her grandmother usually would bring her in just to play or to just to see the museum. So she'd been in the museum a lot when she Mm -hmm. was younger. Well, you know, they get to school, they get busy, they don't come in. But she just walked in. We knew her, you know, and said, "I wanted to
0: help out. I want to do something.
5: I want to be in the ghost walk."
0: It
6: is amazing when, and we need to say thank you, a sincere thank you to everyone who helped. But that is an incredibly complicated thing to pull off. It takes a lot of people, a lot of time to set that up. And the funny thing is, now they set it all up over a period of two to three weeks. And so we have teams of volunteers coming in at various times and people would drop in to learn their script and, but it was a huge number of people that it took. And they were all so happy to be there and mm-hmm. so happy to help. We were doing the makeup and joking and laughing. And, <laughs> and the guy that played Katie Garn kept asking oh, yes. me where, <laughs> where Clarabelle was. <laughs> I didn't Bell know the, about Clarabelle. Chrissy Bell. Chrissy oh, Bell. Chris, I didn't that, know about Chrissy Bell. The, that's that's so the, the kitty. Yes. yes. <laughs> now, if that wasn't a mangy-looking cat.
0: <laughs> but it moved. <laughs> it, it moved. It moved, too. <laughs> and, and I... So everybody knows, Katie Garn was actually played by a man. Yes, yes
5: Joe Elkins. Joe Elkins, who had
0: a mustache <laughs> and did not shave it off for the performance. No,
5: but um, but, but he did a great job too. Had a great yes. wig. <laughs> Hyster- uh, he was hysterical.
0: And there yeah. were some folks in our group that had had katie Garn. Yes. I yeah. I did not. I just missed that. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, and mm-hmm. it was,
5: yeah, he was terrific. Um, and just such a good sport but he'd been doing that impersonation for a long time and we just happened to learn about it so we asked him to come to be katie garn i i hope he's not haunted by the spirit of katie garn because...
0: and he had this cat that sat up on the desk yep and every once in a while it would move i mean it's like yep. oh it's a cat <laughs> the moving to to <laughs> so that was really yeah it cool.
5: meowed it lifted its paw yes. it, purred, it... <laughs>
4: Yeah, it, it was, was
5: different. Yeah, well, you know, for those who don't know, you know, Katie Garn was a, a school teacher for a very long time. Yes, and she, history. Was, she was known for being, um, well, let's just say eccentric. <laughs> and um, she had a cat that she claimed was 50 years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. That goodness. Chrissy Bell <laughs> lived Bell. for 50 years. Yeah. She also made everyone in her
6: class get a, um, a fountain, fountain pen. pen because they had not yet perfected the ballpoint pen
0: <laughs> I do remember playing around with felt fountain pens in yeah, high school yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but yeah you had to and you had to have I forget what it was called yeah it's this three ring binder type situation mm-hmm. what I called the notebook back yeah. in the day yes and either she it was on the board and you had to do it or you took notes mm-hmm. every single day in that class Yeah, yeah. you yeah. had a whole book
6: and you kept it class. yes the yeah. whole thing yep
5: <laughs> yeah it,
0: she was um she
5: she was something i i didn't have her either she retired like maybe a year or two before i got to high school but um she subbed for a few years so i did have katie for a sub okay um and she was a presence and you were glad more than five feet tall (laughs) but yeah she i was so glad i yeah i I just managed to, to dodge that bullet
6: yeah, she's, uh, it, you know, we have a lot of eccentric people in our history, and they are just really interesting.
0: Well, the Huckleberry Queen showed yeah. up, and yes. actually you had the actress come in from Virginia, I believe. Yes, well, that, that's Anna Yeah, she's
5: She, well, Anna Lichty Bach now, but right. she um, taught school. I mean, she was a, a high, high school, school English teacher yes. um, who just, she'd done that. Huckleberry Queen routine before when she lived here. You know, her her, husband her, was
0: pastor. her style was oh, a yes. little more of the Huckleberry Queen. She was a little more conservative yes. uh, that um, evening.
5: Well, <laughs> she, she aged. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Since her last performance. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, the character aged. I wouldn't yes. say that about Anna. Right. I
0: mean, Definitely. Yeah.
5: And she was interviewed by her biographer, Adalbert Knott who we've talked about before, he became an actor mm-hmm. and was um, was from Tyner as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where the Huckleberry Queen was, that's too. That's true, so. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were um, gracious about doing that for us. Everybody was gracious. It, it really is a lot of fun. Um, and uh, there's an army, an army it, that yeah. puts that together. Well,
0: there were about, I don't know, 18 different groups or so that had like 18 or 20 people in them yeah. and so all your guides our guide was uh Jackie Nifong was our guide mm-hmm. and i i don't know how to explain it but you didn't just like follow the path around i mean you you well, never it was, knew. it was a
5: shotgun start yes so everybody started at a different place and made the circuit so right. you you um, got to see everything, but it wasn't like you had a, a seven fifteen or a seven thirty, or everybody left at the same time from wherever they gathered.
0: I mm-hmm. think we started downstairs in the basement, um, it, and we started in the room where that big thrashing machine, they had the steam engine yes, thrasher, mm-hmm. blew up. Yes, and and then then I. I felt like we came back upstairs, went outside, went up the outside stairs and mm-hmm. went back up to the next floor up. And then somewhere along the line, I know we were back down in the basement because I saw Brent Martin down there, who he was an interesting character. That <laughs> I, Well, I, Brent's kind of an interesting character anyway. <laughs> I'm still not sure. He had a box, a large box in his hay mound. Yes, that, and had a body in it. Yes, mm-hmm. had somebody's body in it. And yeah. Uh, it began to smell. Mm-hmm. Grayson Parks, and, which caused some people to have some concern. So the sheriff came out and mm-hmm. did an investigation, and and the biggest one about this was Brent got fined five dollars. Yes, that. for having a smelly corpse. Yes, yeah. not for you know yeah. I, we don't. I don't know if we know how that person died or. Well, he
5: he maintained that he had no idea how that body got there, and there wasn't any way to prove it. Yeah, it was a young woman, I think, uh, if I'm remembering correctly.
0: Very strange. Yeah, very strange. And Mm -hmm. then he had the gall, after this body was found and everything, he had the gall to use that same box again to, I don't know, but it was something like processed food, meat or salt meat in there or something. I was like, oh, yuck. Well, it was a totally different time, wasn't it? (laughs) Yes, it was. But it was a great event and it is a fundraiser for you guys. It is. Um mm-hmm. and we sold out. Not a ticket left. Right. Not a I was so left. fortunate. I got in there. I didn't even get in there. I called them Friday morning to make sure they had tickets. They had 30 tickets. I'm like, "Okay. Um you know, we'll talk about it on the air." And she goes, "Well, we'll probably sell out." And I I didn't get in there until quarter to 4. And I'm like, "Tickets?" And she goes, We have six left. I said I need three. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, I almost didn't make it because yeah, you almost didn't. So we might
5: have made um, a little exception for you, Kathy, considering that you'd (laughs) been promoting it for us. So yeah, well,
0: now it won't happen next year. No, this is right. This is a huge undertaking, so it's an every other year event. Karen can't. She she can't (laughs) possibly. (laughs)
5: <laughs> do it every year. No. It would kill no, right? her. Oh, would, yes.
0: Well, besides
5: which, it takes a little time to come up with those stories. You know, True. The, She's got a little file that she keeps. Um, and when something odd comes up in the newspaper, we have, we have volunteers who read newspapers for us so that they can tag names. Um, oh, so when you're looking for something, sure. it comes up. Um, and so when they, come, when they just roll across something that is interesting like that, they let Karen know.
0: Yeah,
4: like, and she puts
0: it in her little file. This is an interesting one you might want to look into a yeah, little more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I, I do have to say, too, the, the vignettes, the little short ones upstairs, Mayor Mark was up there. Um, <laughs> oh, my god! And, and he did not have a speaking part. No, because he was dead. He was dead. <laughs> he was laying on the floor up there. Um, he'd gotten run over by a sleigh, um, yeah. the, yep. the, the gentleman that he portrayed <laughs> In front of the mayor's office, so it worked out kind of had a, had a little correlation.
1: Oh, wait a minute! Isn't that grandma that's supposed to get run <laughs> oh, over? Oh,
0: no, yeah. that was a reindeer,
5: not a sleigh. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, this was this was the sleigh. He he was crossing the street. He saw one sleigh coming in one direction, but he missed the one that was coming from the other direction, and it ran over him.
0: <laughs> and well, so he spent the night two hours basically on the floor on his back, looking dead. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Being He did dead. a
5: great job of looking dead. But boy, he he was in for some Tylenol the next day. <laughs> I'm
4: I'm sure. He was.
0: There but, was no cushion under there. <laughs> yeah.
6: Funny thing though, he um, we <clears throat> jumped up because we thought we were done, and then there was some confusion that we might not be done. So everybody's running back Story to their places, back. right? And in the room where they had the seance, oh, the, the ladies um, across yeah, the Yeah, Oh, they hall were hilarious. There. Yes. And one of them kept saying
5: edgar edgar so and they were looking for edgar yeah to come <laughs> through this
6: the spirit of edgar so we're all back in our places everybody it's we're tired by now right yes and this voice comes from mark edgar <laughs> <laughs> and we all just lost it
0: it's like, <laughs> it was getting at the end of the night, and yeah. we were tired. He was, was
5: kind good. of hoping Edward Edgar would come and take him home. Uh, <laughs> I think so,
6: but he was just he just cracked me up. Everybody was laughing, and then you're trying to keep a straight face. I'm supposed to be crying, and so yeah. well, you guys did a great job. It well, was
0: fantastic. You. And people, you need to pay attention. In two years, get yeah. your tickets. It'll, it'll be yeah. back. Get your tickets early because you yeah. don't want to miss out. Well, That's
6: Karen sure. is an organizational genius. And she had it running like clockwork. And little funny thing. She actually had volunteers that were coming in on Sunday. They
5: tore all that down in one day. Wow. Yeah. Yep,. That was, the, that was the teardown team, I guess, and they just came in and just put went it all right back through and- the, the museum and wow up. Speaking of teardown teams. Oh, yeah, yes. we should talk about that. Yes. yes? I we have no. to
6: throw a little ringer in here. Yeah. Yeah, we desperately need some volunteers and oh. we need all you men from the trades out there that and have women. retired and women. Well, yes, of course, women. But uh please give us some of your time. We are going to tear out uh, the transportation room and we are putting up a new one. We need builders. We need all kinds of people to help us, even if it's just with the destruction demos. Demos, demos. yeah. We don't
5: like to call it destruction. <laughs> it's demolition. It's demolition. It's demo day. We have right demo day. Um, we have uh, walls to t- temporary walls. Um, that have been constructed with our current exhibit that will be coming down. So that's just a matter of loosening some bolts and carrying things Oh, you
0: mean you don't have to use a sledgehammer and make the dust fly and all that? Well, we've got one wall
5: wall that's going to take a little of that. Yes, (laughs) Yes, but we also are planning a cabin front that we want to build the front of a cabin. Like a log cabin? Well, probably not a log cabin. Probably not going back that far. Okay, But um, a pretty rustic. Okay. Cabin front uh, with a porch um, on the front, and we need builders who can, you know, do that. Um, I, I expect that'll be a relatively small team, but um, needs they need to obviously have the skill sure. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need people to do the demo. We need builders, wow. particularly. Um, and we need people who are willing to, you know, clean up um, Okay, and there's going to be some. um,
0: I'm wondering, like electrical, will you have to move some electrical? I don't think so. I don't
5: think so. I think our. I don't know that, particularly right now. Okay, I don't think we'll be doing that. So, um, but we've we've just got a lot that has to take place, in a relatively short amount of time because we don't want that room to be unusable for very long. You know, we don't want to drag it out so that you, the transportation room is off limits right. for very long. Um, but it's, it, it, we got a grant to do the room and um, it's going to start with a Native American story. And then there'll be story stations all along the, the room to explain how transportation impacted Marshall County. Through now, through, you know, current. Mm-hmm. So um, it's, it's going to be, um, we think it's going to be a little more coherent story than is currently there. You know, um, that exhibit is getting up there. It's a little old, <laughs> um, which is not necessarily bad. It just needs a little
0: but refresh. A refresh. But, yes. and,
5: and, you know, it's, it, it's like anything else. When you, when you do something the first time. You live with it for long enough that you realize how it oh, could have been have done, this, done we, differently. Yeah. Yes. Right. So that's what we're attempting to do is is make sure that the story is, is easily digested.
0: So when are you anticipating uh, demolition and construction to begin?
5: Well, it'll be after Christmas probably... Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna just throw it out there. Maybe February. Okay. Um, we're not sure. We're working with an exhibit designer, <clears throat> so we're not sure when she's going to be ready to come up and and um, As an exhibit designer. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We pretty quickly realized that we were we were um, out of our comfort zone. <laughs> you know that we we were way way um, short on that particular end. So we thought that was a good use of some of the money. So
0: Wonderful. Yeah.
5: And they're going to fabricate a wigwam for us. So we'll have That's a full-size cool. wigwam.
0: like uh, Yeah, like actually what the Indians lived in. Yes, that will right be there.
5: in the so Potawatomi.
0: That'll, that'll be mm-hmm. very interesting yeah. for us to see. Yeah, it's going to be great. To yeah, Wonderful. we just did,
6: um, we went to Riverside Elementary yesterday and uh, talked to the fifth grade, Sue did, about the... Um, the Potawatomi Indians, and it was fascinating. There were a lot of things she had in her presentation that I didn't know. And uh, I think it's a great starting point for the history of our county. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of interesting stories there.
5: We've always had a Native American room. But once again, you live with it for so long that you see where the holes are. So we're going to attempt to plug some holes and give that story a little
0: more um, square footage. Well, and you're getting some help, too, from the Potawatomi Yes, yeah. we are. Yeah. yeah. So the, yes. that um, that's kind of a, a neat thing mm-hmm. that it's not just reading the man, the, you know, the old books or whatever and, and getting your information from there, but actually some of the descendants. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to have, you know, I don't want to say it's a firsthand experience, but it's much more. I mean, they've heard the stories. They're and much kind of closer stuff. to their history. Yes.
5: And of course, you know, we're not really qualified to talk about their history. So exactly. we're we're using yes. their words to tell the story, um, and there's so much more story than we can even use. I mean, there just isn't we can we could do the whole room.
0: I was going to say they could uh, have their own museum. Oh, I'm sure they do.
5: That's where we're getting our information. <laughs> but it happens to be in Kansas, I think, or Oklahoma. So are you
0: taking a trip out there to check? Oh, it wouldn't out? that be great? <laughs>
5: yeah, we need a field trip here. I would yeah. like that. <clears throat>
0: tell Sandy. Oh, uh, hey, we're going, yeah. you know, you know, we went over to Bremen to check out the, all the historic things <laughs> in Bremen. We want to go to Kansas now. <laughs> well, she'd
6: be the first person in line. Yes, she she would. loves yeah. to do
5: that. Yeah. We've been working with Blake Norton, who is a d- direct descendant of the Potawatomi that lived in our area. So. Wow. And he's the curator of the museum over there. So just a fount of information.
0: That's a, that is really yeah. cool. Yeah.
5: It's been fascinating.
0: So... Um, you guys are going to have a day off tomorrow.
5: We are. Yeah, we're oh. not open tomorrow, folks. <laughs> it's,
0: it's Veterans, Veterans Day. day. Mm-hmm. And county offices, and, and not probably the city offices, I don't know, but county offices I know are closed mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you guys have the day off to relax, maybe. Or yeah, get a well, bunch of chores yes. done or something. that you don't have. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but you may be closed on Friday, but you'll be open on Saturday. Yes, as
5: usual. Yes. And the trains will be running Mm -hmm. from 11 to 1. Correct.
0: So really fun. Yep. Bring the kids down and see the trains.
6: Well, you know, when we were at the um, blueberry festival, so many times when we talked to people, they had young children, and they had no idea that we have play areas, we have the trains running once a week, we have a lot of things for our young family to do. You know, even if it's just the kids are cranky and want to play, mm-hmm. and you just stop Something by. Something different, yeah. Yes. There are rocking chairs you can sit and talk to your bestie, and let the kids just play. It's fun, yeah.
0: It really is. Uh, and in fact, um, back there in the play area during the ghost walk, uh, there was a priest
4: mm-hmm. uh,
0: who worked with the Potawatomi, yep. Uh, yep, and, and mm-hmm. kind of told us a little bit of that Native American history, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. of life and. And death, and actually about the, the priest who wanted to go yes. on the walk with the Potawatomi Indians. Did yes. yes.
5: Father Pettit? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did go, and he he died in St. Louis. Yeah, didn't make the whole trip.
0: Uh, so wow. you can tell that should give you an un, a little bit of an understanding of, of how rough that was.
6: Yeah.
2: Yes, it was
5: very rough. Um, yeah, yeah, many died. Forty, 40 of the people who forty of the individuals who passed away during that walk were children. Wow. So they they Mm -hmm. died of you know, diseases and Mm -hmm. and exhaustion and not and too little water.
0: Mm -hmm. Wow. Well
4: sad
5: let's take a turn
4: Okay, on that note (laughs)
6: um okay you guys are really hard on me first rusty asked me about the granite chunk of granite is front yard do you think i can find anything about it nowhere nothing and then you asked me about the dairy barn and i don't remember the dairy barn although i was here before the new court or the new county building was built But um, this is all that I was able to find. I could not find a picture anywhere. I looked and looked and looked. And finally, I said to Karen, I can't find a picture of the dairy barn anywhere. She said, we don't have one. So if anybody out there has a picture of the dairy barn.
0: Now, I was told last night it's the dairy castle.
6: Dairy castle.
0: Yes. Now, it didn't look like a castle, let me tell you.
6: No. It didn't (laughs) look like a barn either, really. No, it didn't. Well, one of our... um, One of our volunteers said her dad used to once a week, he would take all the kids in there because they had seven burgers for a (laughs) dollar and milkshakes were 20 cents a piece. So he would feed himself and his multiple children on $3. And so that was a big treat. That was a night out.
4: So I was able to
6: get that little story about it. Um, it was, I guess, owned by the Boudreaux family. That's what I heard. Um, but honestly, it's like I could not find anything on it. So you guys have to give me some easier stuff to look for.
0: <laughs> so, well, and if there's somebody out there that maybe yeah. has a picture of That'd the be, dairy Castle yeah, be good to and, have. and maybe has a little bit additional information mm-hmm. about the Boudreaux and, and that operation there, Stop by the museum right. and share that yeah. information with them because so you they know can that's, put it
5: in. that's where our information comes mm-hmm. from. Right, and I'll use the uh, Snyder's, the Snyder's sure. Drive-in from yes. north Up of town. North. Uh, honestly, we would not have any pictures of that either, except for the Snyder family who brought pictures in for us. And we don't need to keep them. You know, we don't want sure. we don't want to nope. take your pictures, you can just scan them. We just want to scan them and mm-hmm. give them back. Um, and we've got now we have a nice file. Of pictures of Snyder's uh, drive-in because somebody found share them and that. wanted to share them. Yes. So, yeah, and it makes me wonder. I mean, the the Dairy Castle was it was just a regular place. Nobody nobody was driving through town and said, "Wow, let's take a picture of that." Yeah, you know, it's, exactly. it wasn't Mount Rushmore. It was no. just a little hamburger joint. Um, so nobody took pictures of it. Lots of times, some the pictures that we have of the A and W or whatever really started out as um advertising photos sure you know they might have been in an ad someplace and the family got the original and then they bring it in um so if anybody's out there with a picture of dairy castle bring it in we'll scan it and give it back to you speaking
1: of which somebody just texted wanted to know if you have an actual an actual katie notebook katie in your collection
5: i don't believe that we do
1: well they say they've been out of school for 50 years. They still have theirs, and they can't bring themselves to throw all that work out. So I gotta, maybe we're
0: about f- to get one. Yeah, you yeah.
1: maybe may at least have an offer coming, well, I would that imagine. That would be That's nice. interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. Something
0: like that to have. I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. Th- those are some of those things, unusual and unique things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just, I can remember when you guys did the... Oh, what I don't know what year it was or if it was a year. But the senior cord thing. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was that a few was years ago. A, that mm-hmm. was a big thing. And, yep. you know, you have these. There does come a point in your life where you say, yeah, what am I doing with this? What? I mean, yes, I, I enjoyed being in high school and we wore these and we had fun and they bring back great memories. But what am I going to do with it?
5: Yes, because the next generation <laughs> is going to look at them and go. throw those out you know they're not going to be important to the grandchildren or the great grandchildren of people who wore them
0: sometime they're going to come back yeah something like that will come yeah they
6: tell such a story their original artwork yeah each pair Mm -hmm. tells a story about what was important to the person who wore them so to mm-hmm. me it's like a little diary on your clothing, you know, yeah. it just yeah. talks about you.
4: You
0: so know, any- here's an idea for you and I don't know if if you've done anything and I wanted to do it and I just never got around to it, but this year at the high school parking lot, the seniors were allowed to paint their parking spaces. Oh yeah, I remember. So mm-hmm. there are pick there are, you know, they I mean there were a few rules that, you know, of what but so they did them themselves. So this is the first year. It was something totally different. And before the snow really flies and the snowplow gets going over, you guys might want to go there on a Saturday or a Sunday and take some, take some pictures, pictures of yeah. those mm-hmm. Yeah, just to have mm-hmm. uh, in the future. But, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it might, you know, might might be something that the museum could use. So call and and say, hey, I've got this. Could mm-hmm. you use it? Yeah. You know? Right. Mm hmm. We are
6: kind of in a holding pattern for the month of November. All of our um, available space is pretty crammed full because Marshall County has been very generous. We have so many interesting things, and each one of them has to be looked at. They have to be evaluated. Um, If we have multiples of something, we have to determine which... Which set of something has more tie to Marshall mm-hmm. County? So, and there's a long process, and so for the month of November, we are kind of declaring a moratorium on accepting okay items. So, if you have something for us, don't not bring Hold it. On just to it. bring it in December, please.
5: Yeah, it's just, it's just, um, it's just necessary. Uh, for us to be able to assimilate things into our collections we just have to have time to do that it's not
0: just like somebody brings in this big vase. we'll say Uh, i mean and and here you go that's fine and dandy but now we have to go into our collection and see what we have look at the condition of what we have what can you tell us anything special about this vase did it come out of you know, a former mayor's home or whatever, da mm-hmm. da da. You know, mm-hmm. um, so right. there's a process. It's not just a oh here go throw this on the vase shelf. Yeah, you know? we don't yeah. we don't slap a number on
5: it and stick <laughs> it up in a in a closet someplace. Right. We really then it has to be cataloged through our um, our accession's software so we can find it when we're looking for it.
0: and you you try and get the dates uh, so you know what era it comes from right. and all of that. And there's
5: particular nomenclature. Um, two that things need to be assigned so that they're all the when when it comes up they're all the same. You yeah. know, for instance, vases. You know, it, it, we can't call it a flower pot or a vase uh, or a you know okay whatever a carafe or whatever. It, <laughs> it needs to be named the same thing as everything else mm-hmm. that qualifies under that category. So when we go searching in our software for vases, we see all that we have. You know, and and does it actually
0: it. like if you go online? Does it show you a picture of it so you can yes. say yes? We take oh, pictures of them. That's yes. wonderful.
5: Yeah. So that th- that process obviously takes a lot of time and and numerous people. You know, mm-hmm. we've kind of split the jobs up so one person isn't doing all of that, um, but it takes a while. We you know to take all those pictures and we've undertaken a, a general inventory. Um, <laughs> almost it was almost by accident you know we kept running into problems and realized well you know it's been 30 years and things change in 30 years we need to go through our whole collection and and make sure that everything is square and plumb mm-hmm. so we've been undertaking that project as well
6: with volunteers <laughs> with, Yeah,
5: some of the some of the we labor could on that use is more um, yeah so in it's it's sort of a a skill that we need to train people for. So, you know, it's not something you can walk through the door and say, Oh, I'm here to help you with your collection. Right. We we have to train you Mm -hmm. to do that. And we have several volunteers who've gotten exceptionally good at it. And
6: we will always welcome more.
5: Yeah. Fantastic.
6: So this Saturday night is a very special event at the Reese. And we have been promoting that because it all has to do with the Josh gold cat Jean, Jean gold Jean 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 and yes. Josh Duffy is um, has modeled his band after the music of the 20s and 30s and one of his mentor a uh, long time I guess not a mentor because he was dead but um, he's had a long duration
5: yeah interest in in Jean Goldkett mm-hmm. so and that was a Marshall County resident mm-hmm. um, the the paper. Yesterday, had a really good a really article, good article.
6: About, that was a family that came here from france and settled in the uh, la paz area and they kind of made this area their base of operation and then they spread out and uh john jean, jean it, that's hard well it's Jean we, goldket yeah went to south bend to deliver a load of potatoes and he stopped in at a music store and he played the owner's piano and the owner was so impressed that he got him a job and he progressed to Chicago and then he opened the um gold
5: No it's the Greystone. The
6: Greystone
5: Monarchs. Monarchs.
6: Well that's Josh, but he opened the oh, Greystone okay. ballroom oh, in Detroit.
0: Was, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm.
6: And so Josh, and, and he's with the... So
0: that's why the Greystone Monarchs are in right? Greystone, mm-hmm. because it's from that theater of theater, there. yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
6: So Josh is going to be here Saturday night, and it's going to be a concert at the Reese. And so we did a window kind of showing what... Oh. Uh, a, we took it from a photograph of a Gene Goldcat concert. You know, in the big band era, we all remember Lucy, you know, how Ricky, they had the little things in front of them, they had plants and all (laughs) kinds of things going on. So that's our window with, uh, yeah.
5: So all the details are in our window and you can see them on the marquee of the Reese as well.
0: Mm -hmm. And we're going to give away two tickets today too. Oh, cool. For this performance on Saturday evening. If you haven't been in the Reese, what a great opportunity. And I mean, they actually will have an area down front. If somebody wants to get up and dance. Well, yeah. They they, could dance. they would allow sure. you to dance because this is the type of band It's big that band will be music. Yes. performing. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah. um we're going to give away two tickets after our interview today. Oh, so. nice. We're yeah. just very
6: excited about it and we're excited about the the tie to Marshall County. It's cool how so many of the things that are going on right now do tie to our history. So it certainly we, is. We think it's fun. Definitely. Um then we have of course we're Closed for Thanksgiving and we are closed the day after Thanksgiving.
0: Thursday oh, and Friday, two days off. Yeah, in a row. I know.
5: November is kind of my favorite month. We got a lot of days <laughs> off. Oh, especially in an election election. Oh, year, yes. We
0: yeah. do.
5: So
6: um anyway, we are going to be open on the twenty sixth. And of course, that is the Christmas parade and tree lighting. Yes. And normally we would close at four o'clock. Um, our trains run from 11 o'clock in the morning to 1 o'clock in the afternoon every Saturday. And they will do that on the 26th. But there will also be train room fun between 4 and 6. Uh-huh. So we're going to be staying open. We're going to have the train room open. And we're going to be there until the parade Fantastic. Starts. And, yeah, so we're excited about that. We're yeah. ready for the tree lighting
5: and all yeah. the festivities the lighted I will, um, point out that santa isn't going to be as, at, at years past we had santa year. we right. p- hosted santa for pictures but that's going to be down in the park at river park square in the new pavilion so when we close at six o'clock we're not opening again right so just to make that clear i don't want anybody to be like,
6: like where's santa yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> we
6: might have a, a grinch who
0: who knows but and that's always a a fun day um it's shop small saturday yes so the stores are open they have specials going on for that day Mm -hmm. um at six o'clock well prior to six i think from five until six or four till six there's going to be uh cocoa down Mm -hmm. at river park square and uh
5: I think somebody's you know, making ornaments somewhere. And yeah, I mean, there's a, lot, there's yeah, there's a lot going to be going on. Activities and
0: fun going on yes. all around town, and mm-hmm. then the parade will start uh, at six o'clock. The lighted Christmas parade, and everybody will meander their way then down to River Park Square for the tree lighting. So it's a fun whole afternoon you could spend uh, in downtown Plymouth. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if it gets too chilly out there, you just go in the museum and check out the trains and check out the display. Right, That's right. right,
5: right. Up until six o'clock
0: okay so we're ending the year with a
6: bang we'd like to believe um always always we are asking for new members we'd love to have you on um, family membership is 25 dollars, and it just helps preserve the things that we do uh like yesterday going to the school and we talked to 100 children Ah. So that's a lot in an afternoon. And so it's just fun. We took hands on things and they were really impressed. with. Did you the...
0: do this uh, in one group? Yes. Yes. Uh, mm. So you didn't it have was to over do 100 it like three kids. times or something? Yeah. No. I, no.
5: Uh, yeah. And they were terrific. The kids were, were just so well terrific. Behaved. Yeah. yeah. It, it was part of their learning, their um, project-based learning oh. um, that they're doing this whole unit on Native Americans and they just wanted us to come talk about it. Um, just to get them jump-started, which we hope we did that. Um, But they They were were... wanting to make replicas
6: of different things, and and we had a really good array of things to show them. Mm. And so a lot of ideas flying around, such brilliant, brilliant. uh, I loved the way the teachers were leading them to come up with ideas on their own and mm-hmm. talk about what they wanted to do, what was going to interest them, mm-hmm. instead of just giving them an, an, a blanket assignment, you know. It was neat. So, yeah, was a lot of experience. variety.
0: You guys may have been teaching the next museum curator over we there. We might have been. Who we knows? never know, do we? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we if you get them interested in history early yeah. on. Yeah, right. Yeah. You mm-hmm. just never know what could come.
5: That's right.
6: And we yeah. also really would like to remind people when they're making out their year end donation checks that we always welcome donations because we uh, we do a lot of our own funding. It's not all yes. given to
5: us. But uh, no. <laughs> well it is, but we hope other well, people are giving it to us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not we're not funded by the county. You, you know, exactly. we, we our funding is coming from our members and and other donors who appreciate what we do so
0: and when you come to the end of the year it's like you start to think about getting your taxes done i oh i gotta get some contributions yeah, here right. so mm-hmm. now that some is time your
5: lucky get, circumstance don't yes, forget us
0: yes, yes definitely we would love yeah. to have it mm-hmm.
5: um, oh and i i will mention also that we're planning a children's day uh, for the week bef- between christmas and new year's yes so that'll be on a wednesday and we'll just be, um, with the whole, well, most of the museum will be involved somehow or another in children's games or crafts or stories or, uh, you know, we'll have a number of things for the kids to do. The trains will be running. We'll have some.
0: Maybe a little snack somewhere along the line.
5: Oh, we don't feed children in our museum? That would be really, really risky. <laughs> do, do, do you, do you,
0: I know sometimes in the past you've been able to after they've attended an event, given them the coupon for something so they well, can eat. Well, that is
5: true, go. yes. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I we like so. to feed children. Don't misunderstand. We just don't want them eating on our premises. Yes,
6: we don't want to starve the children. <laughs> no, no.
0: Very
5: we good. want them to eat. We just want them to eat outside We don't
0: eat any crumbs. Or well, anything. you don't want a
1: new display of food art <laughs> yeah. where you can uh-huh. just go and look at the jelly on the wall? No, Stuff just, like that. you
5: know, yeah. it, it's just... Uh, we 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 really appreciate our vermin-free atmosphere <laughs> at the museum. We want to keep yeah. that up. Absolutely,
0: good deal. Well, before we let you guys out of here, uh, maybe you can give us a little information, a little story or something from the museum. Well, there's a file on our hard drive
6: that I love to go to and just just read through, and this was one that I read and I just got tickled at. <laughs> The way that they expressed it. Now, it's not good to read over the radio, but I want to read the headline. This was in the Plymouth Tribune on the 28th of September in 1905. Alice Ryan Maxey's reason dethroned and she will be sent to insane hospital. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> kind of makes you wonder whether the hospital itself was insane. <laughs>
6: yeah. Um, Mrs. Alice Ryan Maxey, generally known as True Blue, was adjudged insane in Justice Young's court this afternoon. An application will be made for her admission to the Northern Indiana Hospital at Longcliffe,
5: which is Logan's Port.
6: Oh, Whoa, okay. I didn't know that. That's good. Huh. Uh, she was arrested Saturday evening and taken to jail on complaint of neighbors and friends who felt that her own life and the lives of others were in danger. Ooh. She has not been entirely right mentally for several years. <laughs> and for the past two or three weeks, she has kept kept herself locked up most of the time with her guns and dogs, occasionally shooting as if in fear she was in danger from people passing or residing in the vicinity. Ooh. She sent bullets through the ceiling of her own house, fired shots from the windows and threatened to shoot neighbors without any provocation. I would say she had definitely run amok. So then they give a little history. 30 years ago, Alice Ryan was one of Plymouth's beautiful, educated and refined young ladies and the future seemed bright for her. She was united in marriage with John Maxey, and they made their home in Peru, Indiana. There she assisted her husband as editor of the Peru Sentinel. Oh, wow. Okay. And later was the editor and publisher of the temperance paper True Blue. She was a leader in temperance and religious circles and delivered lectures in many cities. But her mind became unbalanced. She separated from her husband, married an Indian, And for many years has only been a shadow of her former self.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) my goodness. All this in the
6: newspaper? Yes, and this is a kicker. It is to be hoped that a few months or years in the asylum will restore her reason and she may again be a useful woman.
1: (laughs) Couple of things there. As somebody from, uh, who works for a newspaper writer, yes. Number one, thank God they don't do that in court <laughs> anymore or I might not be here. <laughs> Number two... Uh do you have any idea the number of court cases that would ensue from, from that that, uh, that particular article? Yeah. Uh-huh. It would yeah. Be, yeah. Uh,
5: journalism was a whole different animal. Oh, yeah. It
1: was. Yeah. It, it would was. be a heyday for lawyers on that story. There would be so <laughs> many ways you were going to be paying money to somebody for oh, a
6: yes. long, oh, long, yeah. long time. Oh, yeah. Well, I figure there's, there's uh, racism in
1: there. Oh, there's, there's, yeah, 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 yeah. There's uh, yeah. Uh,
6: misogyny. In oh, there. yeah.
1: Uh, yeah and of course we know marrying an Indian that shows you're totally unbalanced <laughs> you have no totally idea not. what reality yes. is mm-hmm. so yeah no there would be there would be an enormous amount of money made by the plaintiff and the lawyer in that particular Well instance. yeah
0: and look at a HIPAA rules nowadays oh, I mean yes. you yeah. couldn't even say if somebody really realistically you know a hospital can't tell somebody that calls in that you're there unless you've given permission for them i mean yeah yeah we know where she's going things have really <laughs> yeah. changed wow yeah they really So have. that was
6: 1905 so that was 117 years ago
0: wow yeah I mean, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool yeah, I love. No, I
6: know. I want also want to
1: make it clear that you saw that story in the Tribune. You'd never see a story like that in the Plymouth Pilot. No, 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 no
6: never no. No. This was in the in Plymouth
5: years. Tribune. No, it wasn't was the, the Plymouth, Plymouth Tribune. It was
1: another paper, though, on yes, the same it was one. The
5: pilot news, no. <laughs> so you know we
1: we wouldn't we wouldn't have done. Oh, that. Oh, we would never. No, have done that. No, no never, no, never, no. never.
5: Not at all. Mm-hmm. Good yeah gone the days when we had competing newspapers <laughs> yes? one republican one democrat yep. yeah. yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. and if you were republican even your obituary could not be printed in the democrat newspaper oh my heaven As if it was it would have denigrated you to you yep. know you might as wow. well hope you were dead anyway so. exactly
0: that is interesting right. mm-hmm. so
6: now we have competing everything Mm-hmm. Yeah, competing I, media
0: face it yes. yeah you have yeah. competing everything nowadays so. but
6: uh yeah so i just thought that was interesting our files are full of those things <laughs> and i just find them amusing <laughs> i'm sure it wasn't funny to alice ryan oh, Maxie. no but i hope she's you know
5: hope she regained her senses and yeah, became a, yes. useful a useful woman before again. she died <laughs> yeah i'm thinking if she was sent to Logansport, port at the time mm. Probably that didn't happen. Probably not.
6: Is there a cliff in Logansport? or was that just deemed a good name for a mental Uh, hospital?
5: Well, it was a long cliff. I've been fell off. I don't know.
6: I've been
1: by that place. I don't think
0: think there is. not around there. I
4: don't
5: know. Huh?
6: That's amazing. Yeah.
1: I guess. I guess the other question I have is, in this particular context, what is the word useful?
6: mean <laughs> ah now there you know, that, in lies yeah. the story so um,
1: what is the definition of useful woman that yeah. that's kind of the, the I would thing i think I'm it wondering.
5: probably does not include um shooting at your neighbors <laughs> <laughs> probably not. probably
1: not and I'm i would sure, imagine and i'm sure it would mean something different these days than it yeah. did in those days uh-huh. oh yes. yeah that, yes. uh, it did
5: put me in mind a little bit of the the woman the recent story about the woman who had over a hundred dogs in her yeah, yeah. they yeah. finally yeah. demolished the house because yeah. there was no way to save it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That oh, was it's very interesting. Yeah. It is,
0: <laughs> but they don't write stories like that anymore. So, it, it's it's going to be harder for the museum. I mean, you right. have to basically stay in this one era because yeah, we won't have all those neat stories. Well, well it unless people the write anyway. them down and share them with. Right. Folks. Yes. Well,
6: um, we are finishing out our 80s window on the side of the building, which was the prohibition window. And um, you'll have to go by and do the trivia because we have 80 pieces of information from the 80s. And it was pretty fascinating. Um, did you know that shares? No, Barbara Streisand's hairdresser invented the crimper the crimping iron no really? after hours spent crimp of uh, doing it by hand yeah. braiding and unbraiding <laughs> braiding and hair. unbraiding her hair for hours and hours for a photo shoot oh my goodness and having to do it again and again she invented the crimping iron so that's, interesting that's an interesting little bit of tidbit. But, but there are 80 different tidbits from the 80s <laughs>
0: So every time I don't you go even. By wa- there,
5: you can read something different. Yep. The
0: eighties weren't that long ago, folks. I know. I know. Yeah. Although somebody, I can't remember, but somebody was just talking to me about something, and it was from, I believe, the eighties, and they didn't know what to do with it, and I suggested they call the museum. I said, I hate to say it, but that's history now, and they may not have whatever it was. Well, you know, it's, it's so simple to think about
6: history as being things that are very old right now. But our children's children, (laughs) these things that we're using now are going to be considered old. Yes. And I had to tell you, we're going to run out of storage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to get a bigger building. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
6: Well, and you have to always be on the lookout for things that are um, trends or things that you want Mm -hmm. to preserve. So it's not easy. Uh, curating a
5: museum.
0: No, uh, isn't. Uh, Will you guys move into some kind of a Christmas display? Will we have oh, yes. trees and mm-hmm. some of yeah. those things too?
5: Christmas. Is, uh, we'll, we'll have a Christmas window, as a okay. matter of fact, which will be where the Jean Goldcat stuff okay. is now. So that'll be our our middle building window. We'll be all dressed up for Christmas, and you know the museum dresses up a yes. little bit for Christmas. So definitely, and
6: it's going to be uh, coming home for Christmas is our theme this year. Wonderful. And I'll you guys will Christmas. be participating
0: be in the scavenger hunt, too, all this year. Yes, so yes. We're excited about that. You'll want to look at their window. or yeah. yeah, because you guys won't be open the no, whole time. So, so our, yeah. our item we'll be will in be window. in
5: the window, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Hidden in the window somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yep. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming and spending time with us. It's always fun. It's always fun. Thank you. It is fun. And as we say every time, if there's anything out there that you guys want to learn a little bit more about, a a location, a home, a person, a business, whatever it may be, uh, let us know. Give us a call, and we will forward that information on to the museum. And the next time they're in, next month, we'll talk about it. We'll do our best. That would be fun. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. Thank you.
1: Bye. Got a giveaway. Yes, sir. Two tickets. Yes. Josh Duffy, and not just Josh Duffy.
0: No. The
1: Greystone Monarchs are going to be there. That's a
0: ten-piece dance band that's going to be performing the twenties and early thirties. So, So.
1: you need to uh, be color number.
0: Get the dice out. I always have to do something I forgot to do. A weird dice. Uh, We're going to find something different than dice. Like we did use the phone at one point, didn't you? The phone. Wasn't there a randomizer or something? Oh, there's a something?
1: randomizer, but yeah, it was pain in the butt. Okay. Uh, actually, it may not be so much so anymore. I'll see if I can find one of those. I got to find a new text app too because ours is really. Buggy. We could
0: get a different wheel and and just do the wheel and spin the. Wheel. Oh, we
1: could do a wheel. Yeah. Do you think Bob would let us rent his wheel? We could
0: just we could just decorate the backside of his wheel. Up yeah, you it, think it, we could?
1: Uh, you think he'd let us use his wheel? Jim Jim's probably
0: going to only let us have caller up to number six, though. I would
1: yeah, that would probably yeah. be the way it goes. But we got <laughs> yeah, he would be because this is caller number seven. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six five seven four nine three six four zero nine six two three six four zero nine six. Two tickets to Josh Duffy and the Greystone Monarchs uh, coming up at the Reese.
0: That's an eighty dollar prize we're giving away. And Main floor seating for you guys, and
1: we're giving it away to somebody who just happens to be a random caller. How's that stand? That's amazing. So, anyway, call it. What did I say? Caller number seven. Yes. yes. Five seven four nine three six four zero nine six.
2: It's the Veterans Day Employee Chili Cook-Off, Friday, November 11th. Oliver Ford Lincoln will be honoring veterans and those who are currently serving our great nation. Our employees will be brewing up the stuff from mild to warm to... Mmm, boy, is that hot! Sounds like fun to me. And veterans are invited to join us for tasting and judging. The Chili Cook-Off will begin at 1130 a.m. for tasting, and the winner will be announced at 1 p.m. It's the Chili Cook-Off Veterans Day, Friday, November
3: 11th at Oliver Ford Lincoln in Plymouth. Hey, guys, this is Keenan Thompson. I have a problem with you. Yes, you. None of y'all told me that Auto Trader has millions of new and used cars that I can shop from home. I thought we were friends. I put smiles on your face, but I'm not smiling. No one told me that with AutoTrader, a dealer can deliver cars to my home or that I could shop by price on AutoTrader. No one. Consider this friendship that you just learned we had officially over. Finally, it's easy. AutoTrader. Hello? Man, where are you? I thought you were coming. I can't. I'm in bed with the flu. (laughs) The flu? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Grandma's about to crowd sir. Man, I'll call you back. Don't get stuck at home with the flu. A flu shot is safe, effective, and you can get it at the same time as your COVID-19 vaccine. A flu shot is the best way to prevent the flu and its potentially serious complications. Don't get flu FOMO. Learn more at GetMyFluShot.org.
0: Brought to you by the AMA, CDC, and the Ad Council.
4: Hey, Murph, you're
1: dumb. No, you're dumb. No, no, you're dumb. Well, you're dumb because you got glasses on. Well, you're dumb. Your nose is funny and dumb. Oh, yeah, well, your eyes are dumb. I'm going to sing while you're dumb. Your books are overdue because you're dumb. Oh, yeah, well, your hamster ran away because you're dumb. Your shirt's junk in the wash because it's cotton and you're dumb. Well, your toilet.
0: Get your cell phone out and dial
2: 574-936-4096 or text 574-307-6647 and be a part of the show. Now let's get back to What's Your Opinion on WTCA in Plymouth, Indiana.
1: Jason headed to Josh Duffy. I think they'll play this song. <laughs> yeah, no. I they
0: wouldn't.
1: They won't play the dumb song?
0: Uh, no. Okay.
1: All right, that's and the dumb song. And we're not song. going
0: to either.
1: In case you want to look it up, that's the dumb song uh, by one of my favorite bands, Psycho Stick. So, uh, yeah. Jeez. Okay. What you don't like, Psycho Stick? I hear I, you play them in your office all yeah. the time. Oh yeah, yeah, You yeah, got yeah, that I on do. constantly. Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, well, Rusty, um, I do want to let folks know, uh, Special Olympics uh, for Marshall and Stark County is gearing up. Um, They're having a basketball call-out at the Culver Community High School. Their first practice is going to be on Sunday, November the 20th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, and it'll last for an hour and a half. Uh, You must be signed up and registered with a physical on file in advance to play. If you've got more questions about uh, the Marshall Stark Special Olympics and the basketball team, you can call 574 936 Zero five one three, or email marshallstarkso for special olympics at gmail.com so i'll post this up on our board and hopefully okay. they'll get a great team going this year yeah
1: well we've got some basketball players in this area like i said before yeah. i worked for pathfinders for a number of years i used to win a lot they were good.
6: Well,
0: that's cool. Yeah, Wonderful. yeah I had a Let's couple of guys that, that played
1: for them. I don't think he was the leading scorer, but he was really proud of what he used to be able to do on the court. He he was breaking ankles out there.
0: That's fun. Going on. Yeah. Tomorrow we will have a guest on the show. Uh, Katie Anders is going to be in from the Reese, and we're going to talk about the events that they have coming up this November uh, at the Reese. That uh, all kinds of performances that you can. Get tickets to, there's several movies that are coming up, uh, November and December, so uh, we're going to find out about those tomorrow on the show. Great. Sounds great. All right. All
1: right. We ready to go? We are. All right. Well, do you have any birthdays? I have no birthday. Okay, neither do I. So, if you have a birthday before tomorrow, get it to us you'll be eligible for four cupcakes from La Dessert Cafe. Also free small drink from the Coffee Lodge. So make you, And almost forget, they they came on so recently I haven't gotten into the shtick yet for uh, Cash and Creek free bouquet of flowers. So uh, thank you to our sponsors and get your names in here with your birthdays. Now it's time for the Not the Trading Post. This is, this is anniversary. You don't have any of those today either. But if you had a Slow down, Rusty. You don't have to. It's not a race. You can just talk. <laughs> if you have an anniversary this month, you can get it to us. You'll be eligible for 50 buckos from uh, Deaton Clemens Van Gilder Funeral Homes. Make sure you don't miss out on that. Now it's time for Trading Post. You can buy something. You, know, you know all the, the details. The
0: particulars here.
1: there. <clears throat> you know the. You know if the. If you
0: want to get rid of it, let us know.
1: Yeah. Round bales of hay. And a six-row Lilliston cultivator. If you have any interest in those, round bales of hay or a cultivator, five seven four 1148 Don't forget Winter Coat Drive, the warm-up Marshall County Drive. You need to get your coats, if you have them, extras to Beacon Credit Union, Bellman Oil, First Source Bank, uh, oliver ford lincoln pilot Shop, news dr joel schumacher st michael's catholic church and of course right here at the wtca studios coats they're looking for gently used coats
0: please. yes we need coats yes we need our box is like almost empty folks so if you've got a coat and you would like to donate it please drop it by here
1: I'm going to put a shout out too for the bags. I'm sure they're not going to run out of a need for if you have the oh, you plastic know what? shopping bags. You know
0: what I You know what they really need right now out at Bread of Life? Yeah. They need soup.
1: Oh, canned okay. soup
0: and cereal. Okay. If you want to drop off, I will put something together um and we will collect canned soup and cereal. Um gosh, I I need a calendar. Are we 2 weeks from Thanksgiving? Uh yeah. Today? Yeah. For the next two weeks, yeah. we will collect canned soup, any any brand, any flavor, and cereal for the Bread of Life Food Pantry cool. for two weeks.
1: Yep. All right? If you want to bring them in here, bring them in here. We'll take care of it for you.
0: Yes, please. So,
1: that is the trading post. That's all I got. Me too. All right. Tom- we'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, Katie Anders. So, don't forget, tune in at 9 o'clock. Until then... Have yourselves a rambling day. (laughs) See how I did that? That was pretty cool, wasn't it?